Thank you for joining me in my hen house. Nicole's Hen House is an audio space dedicated to the stories of women in the roles of business, healthcare, entertainment, and politics. I'm a millennial mama on a mission to tell the stories of women's influence in our culture. As always, cheering for you. What is at the root of comparison is insecurity, which is the result of a lack mindset. And I don't mean poverty, I mean lack. And the neglect to walk in the truth of the purpose of your calling. Hey babe chicks, today we're talking about comparison, what it is, how it affects our lives, and how to get to the root of it, and really what is behind our desire to compare or our practice of comparison. Let's get to the root of this. Cheering for you. Uh, The long-awaited and much-delayed message on comparison. Um... So, there. Oh, I feel like I'm missing a prop. Okay. Um, the reason I wanted to talk about comparison is because it's Christmas, and this is the end of the new, uh, the end of the year. And so this is a time when we all start making resolutions. If you're a woman, your body size is coming into extreme scrutiny. Like you're gonna be pushed every diet in the in mankind like there's a lot of reasons why comparison comes up at the end of the year and midsummer so um i want to address this now so you can make good decisions entering into 2021 now i know for many of you 2020 has been the worst year of your life but for some of us like me like 2020 was like fine 2018 still like i'm holding the beer so um comparison let's talk about it um this is a big time of year where you can like look at if you're a mom or you're a parent um looking at other people's christmas experiences and comparing it to your own like what you can provide for your child or the kid that you're caring for and compare that to someone else's um it can make you feel like a bad parent um it you know if you're looking at someone else's word for the year or their goals for the year, whether they're, it's their business or personal life, um, you can look at that and become jealous. Um, but at the end of the day, comparison is stealing your joy and it's not serving you. Um, so let's look at a few ways comparison shows up and then what comparison actually is and then the root of comparison. Because once you address the root of it, um, you can identify it and make better choices for your future which is the purpose of all of this, is to become sanctified and draw closer to um, experiencing your own divinity and co-creating with Yahweh and the Trinity, which is what we're put on this earth to do. Okay, so. Ways we can compare ourselves with our body type. I am a 5'9", size 16, fill it out, thick chick who does not belong well in Southern culture. I don't fit the body type of a good Southern woman. <clears throat> you can compare your job to someone else's job, um, whether it be the actual role, the income you earn, um, the title, um, your job. 
um, you could be a working mom comparing your life to a stay-at-home mom and vice versa. Yo, if you're a stay-at-home mom and you get to homeschool your kids, I'm so jealous of you. I'm not comparing myself to you, but I am jealous because that's my dream. <laughs> okay, you could be comparing your family life. Uh, your family life could be you and your cats, your, and you want a house full of babies with a spouse. Um, you could be comparing your family life to this person has really good healthy relationships with your parents and then like you grew up in a house full of mentally unstable adults and you don't have a good relationship with your parents. Um, you could be really sad that someone has all of their grandparents right now and you don't. Um, it's engagement season, like tis the season to like put a ring under the tree. You could be jealous of someone else's wedding. You could be jealous of someone else's engagement. Um, you could be comparing their wedding to your wedding, their engagement ring to your wedding ring. Um, you could be comparing the number of babies that somebody has and jealous of those babies. Here's the thing. What you are comparing against someone else's thing, just because they have the thing that you're comparing against, A, does not mean that they're fulfilled. B, it does not mean that they are happy. And C, it does not mean that they did not have to earn or fight for what they have. I love my kids. We had the best Christmas I have ever had as an adult. I dare say the best Christmas that I've had since I was a kid. This Christmas was 20 years in the making. Best Christmas of all time. I am very much single and I had to fight for everything that happened on Christmas. It was a 20 year dream deferred. Mm, victory tasted so sweet. Next year's Christmas might not be this good. But when you see someone else having a good thing, take a look at that and realize they might have had to fight really hard for that. So you can be jealous, you can compare your Christmas to their Christmas or their experiences to your experiences, but understand someone else's experience and someone else's existence does not mean there isn't value in your own and be that they didn't have to fight for what they have now. Okay? Um, so what actually is comparison? Mother Merriam-Webster says, <laughs> it is a consideration or estimate of the similarities or dissimilarities between things or people. So, that's so simple. Um, when you compare things that are similar, that is good, that brings you into unity. When you compare things that are dissimilar, that is bad because that creates division between you and that other person. So as you're comparing, try to find things that yoke you and the thing that you're longing for, or the person who has those things, to what you want. So let's go with body type, for example. Um, let's say you want to look like Ashley Graham, okay? If you're thick, that's who you wanna look like. Uh, so what does she have that's similar to me? She has curves, she's got long hair, she's tallish, and she's confident. Okay, well, we can like join in comparison those two things. I'm still not ever gonna look like her and she is not ever gonna look like me, but we can find similar similarities in our and find value in those similarities and become to make and come to make peace with those things. Okay. This is real uncomfortable. But I'm gonna tell you anyway. Do you know what is at the root of comparison? 
it's not, this is not going to feel good. I'm going to tell you anyway. What is at the root of comparison is insecurity, which is the result of a lack mindset. And I don't mean poverty. I mean lack. And the neglect to walk in the truth of the purpose of your calling. That is what comparison is. So let's say we're like, let's stick with the Ashley Graham example because, hey, we're all thick here. Um, comparison is the result of a lack of mindset and the neglect to walk in the truth of the purpose of your calling. If I am comparing myself to Ashley Graham, what I'm doing is I'm displacing the responsibility I have to figure out what I'm called to and comparing myself to her. Now she has a lot more resources, she has a bigger team, she has a bigger following, she has a bigger platform. She knows how to work her calling. She has all of the people there to make her vision for her life successful. Likewise, I am responsible for serving the people that are in my community and I am responsible for taking care of my body in a way that is honorable. Now, if I spend all day comparing myself to her, I am not operating in the call, in my calling. I am not operating in what I've been destined to operate in. Yo, that's sin. <clears throat> so, what do I need to do? I need to address the root of why I feel this lack of mindset. What is making me feel unworthy? What is making me feel insecure? What is the root of why I feel like I have to have that or be that in order to be successful? Because success is not the same across the board. It's not. Um, when you operate in your purpose and you address the mindset of whatever is of whatever it actually is lacking, um, you will be free. Now, when I say um, actually address, I mean, I don't mean shove it down. I don't mean ignore it. I don't mean go distract yourself with something else. I mean actually address the root issue. Actually address it. So let's take, it's wedding season or engagement season. So if you're engaged, if you are a single friend watching a lot of your friends get engaged and you're experiencing loneliness, um, Today I was telling my best friend, I was like, I just feel hollow. Like, I love winter, this is my favorite season, this is where I shine. But for some reason today at work, and this morning at the house, like everything just felt very hollow. And the root of that is A, um, I know how to evaluate how I'm feeling based on where I am in my cycle. And B, um, I was feeling hollow because the tasks that I was doing felt purposeless. So then when I tapped back into, okay, like this rote task that I'm doing, though, you know, so mind numbing, there is purpose in it because it's establishing a system. So while this rote task is not important and it does feel hollow and lifeless, what it is actually doing is creating an, infra an infrastructure that we need for the long haul. That's important. If you're new to the show, you might not know that we were on food stamps in 2018. 
Being on food stamps can be an overwhelming experience. To help listeners who might be starting a journey on food stamps or for listeners who just don't feel like doing their own grocery list, I have released my free food stamp guide. This is a free download available on the site to help women and families who are on food stamps learn the skill of how to make meals last and also for reader listeners who just don't want to do food prep. So go to the site, nicolesenhouse.com and click on the free guide at the top of the page. The task of it feels very hollow, uninspired, and purposeless, but you have to do these rote tasks. So that's a, that could be a whole thing on its own. I will spare you. But I had to reconnect with the purpose so I didn't stay seated in this hollow feeling. Like, identified the purpose of what I was doing, and then you go move on. Does that make sense? That same skill applies to every time you experience comparison. So let's say you're a mom and you wanted more kids, or you're a mom and you wanted a certain birth experience. You can long for a different birth experience, but if you're not going to get to have that birth experience for whatever health reason, you have to identify the purpose of how you get to give birth and how those babies are brought to you and stay seated in this hollow feeling like identified the purpose of what I was doing and then you go move on does that make sense that same skill applies to every time you experience comparison so let's say you're a mom and you wanted more kids or you're a mom and you wanted a certain birth experience you can long for a different birth experience but if you're not going to get to have that birth experience for whatever health reason, you have to identify the purpose of how you get to give birth and how those babies are brought to you. Whether they are brought to you in your heart via adoption and foster care, whether they are brought to you via C-section, whether they are brought to you via surrogate, there is a purpose in how you get your family. I get the longing, grieve that thing that you've lost, but quit comparing your experience to someone else's. Because either way, we all wanted the same thing. We wanted a healthy, happy family. How it gets to you is how it gets to you. Reckon that. You can have longing. You can have these little mm, tinges of sadness. But don't camp out with it. Don't continually compare or feel sorry for yourself because you're not getting what you want. What you want is not what you need. What you need is to find the purpose of your calling in that season and in that moment. Um, I saw this on a card and it very much touched my little heart. Well, my heart is a little, my heart is super big because I have a lot of love, but I want to share this with you guys. It says, no matter where you're from, your dreams are valid. We spend a lot of time in this country devaluating and being critical of someone else's goal and vision for their life and if you are comparing your vision and goal to someone else's vision and goal I want you to stop right now wherever you are whatever vision dream goal you have for the next season of your life it is valid and it is purposeful and if you have felt dismissed or shamed or less than because your dream 
wasn't as big or affluent as someone else's. A, I am sorry someone made you feel that way. And B, flush that down the toilet. Your dream and your vision for your season is purposeful. It is still meaningful, whether it meets someone else's standards or not. Regardless of where you are, your dream and your purpose are valid. Um, you guys do not allow comparison to steal any more time away from you to prevent you from walking in your calling. Every time you allow comparison to creep in, what you're doing is you're allowing that thing to steal your purpose from you. So when you notice and experience those feelings of it's stealing something away, you go claim it back. You go take it back. Like today at work, I was like, this feels hollow and lonely. Okay, why am I feeling that way? Time of the cycle and this feels purposeless. Go identify the purpose. Okay, I can like have, I can choose to have victory over like how I'm feeling during my cycle. And I can also choose to recognize that I need to find purpose. Identify what you're experiencing, then go take victory. Um, I'm going to use a verse that isn't used very often. And if you're, you know, an angry theologian, like, please don't argue with me about this because I don't care. Um, we're all familiar, many of you are familiar with the fivefold ministry. And in congregations, the, it's so obnoxious. There's like this blood bath over whose calling and whose anointing is the most special um so then there's this comparison and then there's this jealousy thing and then there's the egos and the power trips but all that happens because you're not like these people who are fighting about this aren't confident in the calling and the purpose that the lord created them to do so with that being said that happens to all of us every time we allow comparison to steal our thunder and to steal our joy. If we would just stay in our lane and pursue our purpose with full intent, we're not going to have brain space. Well, we can make time for whatever we want to make time for. But what are you giving brain space to? If you're pursuing your calling and you're pursuing your purpose, you are not going to have brain space to figure out why they have what they have and why you don't have what you think you want. Okay? You're not. Because you're doing what you're put on this earth to do. So I want to read this and then I'm going to close out. Um, Ephesians 4, 15 through 17. Rather, speaking truth and love, we are to grow up every way into him who is the head into Christ, from, the, from whom the whole body, the whole body joined and held together, but every joint with which it is equipped when each part is working properly, makes the body grow so that it builds itself up in love. Now I say this and testify in the Lord that you must no longer walk as the Gentiles do in the futility of their minds. If you are walking in your whole purpose, the body will work together. It will. If you're doing everything you're supposed to be doing as a knee joint, guess what? You're not really worried about what your rotator cuff is doing because you know that your knees are keeping the rest of your body up. The same is true for your purpose. 
stop comparing where you are or what you want with what someone else has. Go live and be fully present in your calling. And if you don't know what that is, figure it out. Or hey, ask Yahweh and he'll tell you because he's a good dad. This is, <laughs> they're so cheeky in the New Testament sometimes. Okay. <clears throat> You must no longer walk as the Gentiles do in the futility of their minds. Bays, uh, when you give way to comparison, what you're doing is saying, I can be tossed asunder. I can be easily swayed. I can, you know, sell out my calling for this moment of jealousy. I will give up joy and peace. I will give up my calling to go get this thing that I think I want. Now think about what you're asking for. Are you really going to be fulfilled with it? Or is it just going to provide temporary satisfaction? Only you can tell. If it is something you are genuinely longing for, then quit longing for it and put yourself in a position to make it happen and then receive it. There's going to be some effort that is required on that. But, so worth it. Christmas 2020 was a 20-year hope-deferred moment. Waited 20 years for this. It finally happened. I put in the work and put myself in a position to receive the goodness of it. Okay? It happened. A lot of work went into it. This is what it says. When each part is working properly, makes the body grow so that it builds itself up in love. Eventually, you're going to become so whole and so complete in your purpose, the only thing you can do is grow in love and allow that love to inspire others. And you working in your purpose and finding love will grow and encourage and do the thing that you've been longing to do. It's so good. Right here. So, that's my little chat on comparison. Um, I'm not going to address all of body image, but here's what I will say about it. You have one body. Honor your temple. And if you were looking at someone else's temple wishing that you, yours could be theirs, figure out the purpose of how to exist in your own, and then you go honor yours in a way that's healthy. I don't mean deprivation. I don't mean bench eating. I mean get to the root of whatever you're in. And then go live your life. Go live your whole purpose in your whole body and grow to love yourself, including your body, in love. Okay? Alright, let me pray for you guys. Ooh. Sorry, Graham. Let me pray for you guys. Um, God, you're a good God. You love my friends and you love your people. You love your people. Holy Spirit, tonight I ask that you would meet my friends and comfort their hearts and shine a light on the purpose of their existence, of their calling, 
and shine a light on the purpose of what they're supposed to do in the next season. Lord, just like you would give a farmer instructions for each step, I ask that you would teach them and show them this season how to nurture and tend to the roots and the beds of their heart so that when it is time for planting and it is time for harvest, they have the right soil and they've set the right foundation. Holy Spirit, you are good. Manifest yourself tonight as light to my people. You are good and faithful. Amen. Alright, you guys. I love you so much. I hope you feel loved. Thank you so much for listening to Nicole's Hen House. It is a great value to me to have your ears tuned to the variety of guests on our show. If you found this content insightful, I would greatly appreciate a review on any listening platform. To contact Nicole's Hen House, visit the site, nicoleshenhouse.com, or you can find me on Instagram at Nicole's Hen House. As always, cheering for you 